Review cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have for SCP Sember, SCP 3379. So yeah, uh, SCP 3379 is by uh, Werelium uh, from SCP.wiki. And the reason we're doing this one is because it is from. Uh, like so, uh, one thing I realized, and actually, I was able to get a recording for uh, to to clarify from last session or la- last uh, last episode. Uh, yeah, the reason we're doing these these SCP entries specifically are because they were fractaled out of like previous SCP entries that we tackled in the summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this one in particular uh, comes from the entry SCP three four three five. Uh, which we covered back in the summer, and that's the uh, the rad I art. That piece. one. It's the one with the rad art, like painting with the blue wizard dragon and the red cyborg dinosaur. Oh, okay. Yes, I actually do remember that one. Yeah. Um, and it's also by that one was also by Werelium. So yeah, we're doing another where Werelium or where Werelium 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 like Werelium uh, entry. So. So uh, I suppose we'll move on to the rundown, uh, or start off with the rundown, as as is our tradition. Um, so SCP-3379 is a rectangular portal approximately 8 meters beneath the surface of the Arctic Ocean, measuring 10 meters by 15 meters, and surrounded by a concrete frame, located 12 kilometers north of Bolshevik Island of Russia. Uh, various dead biological organisms in different stages of preservation, pop out of the portal from time to time. Uh, because of this, the Foundation has sea traffic around the location rerouted within an area of 15 kilometers from the portal. Uh, they also appear to be exploring the portal with D-Class, since uh, previous probing uh, missions uh, seem not to work as effectively you know, strapping a camera to a fish and expecting it to go near something. Well, they strapped a camera to a fish to send it through to see if it died. Okay, it like yeah. Attacked see, immediately, and then it wasn't. So, like, okay, grab a D class, go. Okay, see, I didn't get that. I was just like, <laughs> what I what I visualized was them like strapping a camera to a fish, putting it in the ocean near the portal, and it just not going toward the portal. <laughs> no, I was like, it went through. Oh, fuck. Okay. And I mean, yeah, it does get exp- like yeah later on like when when D class uh, goes in, uh, it is discovered that yeah, there's like these like weird predatory fish and stuff like that in the other side of the portal. Um, so, but um, yeah, the rest of the entry uh, after this like after the containment procedure and the description of the SCP uh, is a transcripted narrative of one such D class, our boy D eleven four two four from. SCP three four three five, um, because and that was the guy uh, who's a uh, he's a uh, I think a thirty something or twenty something Hispanic man. Um, but he's from a, a previous SCP yeah. entry as well. 
Yeah, in fact, um, yeah, in fact, that's how we got this episode. This story in particular was because he was uh, in in episode in in SCP three four three five. He's in an interview talking about the painting and like his dreams and stuff. And the blue dragon uh, took him down along a beach and like out near the ocean. And he like said like he loved. Um, he he always dreamed of of of, of uh, being a deep sea diver, and oh, okay. that's actually the link to this episode to this entry. This one uh, takes place after that, but then I'm assuming, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Um, so yeah, D one one four two four, um, who just gives no fucking fucks whatsoever, <laughs> um, to like any of the strange shit he experiences in this in this transcripted like journey he goes to um that we get to read um and the such such weird shit that he gives no fucks about are as followed uh strange assortments of translucent predatory fish uh in a murky river where there are a bunch of uh portals uh d11424 gets pulled away from the initial portal by the current of this river and needs to surface to find out where his bear get his bearings and such. Um, walruses with mullets and leather jackets who are catching fish with large nets to sell at market. D one one four two four is caught by one of their nets. Um, Elvises with carts of train parts in quotes. D one one four two four sees this in passing through the strange marketplace. Um, Viking exiles. At said transdimensional marketplace, uh, D11424 is sold to the Vikings, who free him and then promise to take him back to the portal after a slight detour in the marketplace. Uh, next thing he sees is a tentacular mer- uh, mercantile entity with hands in place of suction cups. Uh, D11424 is framed by the Vikings when they steal from said tentacle beast and must run away. There's also a horrible plaza down some spiraling stairs with hanging bodies on fish hooks and an airplane outlined in paint on the floor. Uh, D11424 nopes away from uh, from that when he realizes what he stumbled upon. Um, then there's a large pneumatic tube system uh, that deposits people into a pit uh, fused into a pit of fused bird mass. Uh, D11424 is comically sent through this system and crashes down onto the mass. A weird bloody cloth that obscures a maroon form that moves about D11424. Um, The feed kind of suffers at this point with a lot of static. And so we kind of don't get a clear picture of what's going on, but it's it's there. The the form is definitely cutting into D one one four two four based on the screaming and later um, context. D one four D one one four two four is then discarded and thrown into a deep shaft lined with the port with, with a bunch of portals that have meat and refuse just falling out of it. Uh, he hits the water at the bottom of the shaft and is sent back through the portal of SCP-3379 by more hand tentacles and reaches the surface above in the regular world. Um, D-11424 is then recovered by the Foundation and examined medically and debriefed. Uh, Aside from a missing kidney uh, from, I guess, the said encounter with the the maroon form and the the screaming and cutting and stuff, um, as well as some other injuries and his missing gear, 
11424 seems good. <laughs> By other injuries, you mean two missing fingers. Yeah, yeah, two missing fingers. I mean, again, again, other injuries. I'm sorry. Gloss over, I'm missing, like, other, yeah. When you gloss over like other injuries, it's like, oh, he has a bruise here. He has a little cut on his leg. It's pretty important when you lose fingers. I, I, mean, I mean, yeah. Well, at the same time, I'm going to counter that asshole with with uh, the fact that I'd say a missing kidney is way more prom is way more uh, of a predominant in- injury compared to you know fingers being lost. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Another kidney, it's fine. Do, do we have two kidneys? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Uh, clearly. <laughs> um, Pretty sure. Also, I apologize. I didn't mean. I did not mean to actually call you asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's that's and and that's that's just like the tip of the iceberg on the weird shit that D one one four two four encounters in this. On his journey through SCP three three seven nine, so um, yeah, that's that's the end of the of the entry. Basically, is this like it's it's a pretty it's it, it looks it's deceptively short as an entry goes, and then you click down on the addendum like the uh, the transcript, and it's like a whole story. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess we shall move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point and i have one um so special containment procedures all sea traffic within 15 kilometers of scp-3379 is to be rerouted and i'm pretty sure it should say are to be rerouted not is to be rerouted because Um. while it does say like all sea traffic I, f- I feel like that should be pl- like that should be count as a plural, not a singular. Am I yes. wrong? <laughs> I don't know. They both sound fine to me. I don't it, like it, it was the one thing. It was just like my brain kind of like was sort of like said, "Nah, dog, that's that should be R, not is." <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, I guess it it might work fine because it is like it's in- all encompassing as one thing, like all sea traffic. But at the same time, all sea traffic could be plural to me <laughs> yeah because it would be multiple things so yeah to err on the side of caution yeah you're probably right to go to plural okay uh but that is my grammar inquisition so mikey the east ends for evil I have nothing okay gamer in yellow oh cool all right so i was the grammar nazi <laughs> I say no. I have some. I just refuse to do them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the actual thoughts then. To date, SCP-3379's edge can only be crossed by sentient beings. Testing with fish equipped with cameras failed to reveal any hostile forces on the other side of the edge. Thus, a preliminary exploration was approved. And like, okay, so. I know we just, we had that comment earlier in the in the rundown about like why the fuck did they use fish and some of that and like you said like they they went into the fi- they they dropped the fish down into the portal and it got eaten. Why didn't they just use a fucking drone? It didn't get eaten. Like, it didn't get eaten. No. Okay. Well. Okay, it again, just like, said the pre- okay. Said well, pre- can I talk? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they did preliminary tests by hooking up a camera onto a fish because apparently only sentient <laughs> beings can cross. The portal. 
a fish is a sentient being, I suppose. So it goes through the portal and they were able to see that on the other side, it was not immediately attacked and killed by something and it was still surviving. So with that information, they grabbed a D class and sent them through. I'm a counter that fish are not sentient. Sentience means that you have like, it, it is like you have higher brain functions. Like humans are sentient. Uh, like, uh, like a fish is not a sentient being. As far as I, I'm aware, of, based off the definition of that word, as I quickly look up the definition of sentient. They, they just got that fish out of school. <laughs> There's an entire school of fish there. So he's real smart. Fuck you, man. <laughs> so stop sen- laughing when I say stupid shit. <laughs> so sentient adjective, able to perceive and feel things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess Are you saying yeah, the think, fish can't feel pain? <laughs> I I guess oh god, I mean I I hope not based on how much we cut them up and eat them and such. Um, yeah. Or how they like are dying when they're like put when they're when they're grabbed by fishermen like in mat on mass and like they're just like suffocating. Anyway, um Yeah, no, I, I still feel like I, I kinda just wish like the way this series goes, like the way this this entry is specifically goes, I kind of just wish like uh, we uh, or uh, edge can only be crossed by sentient beings. So after te- uh, testing with with agent fi- uh, with 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 a uh, with a sentient fish named Agent uh, Finn, <laughs> like yeah. they just have like a, a a fully sentient cognitive fish on standby. I wouldn't like, question it's a- that at all either. Yeah, no, I wouldn't at all because again, like we have uh, Lord Black uh, Lord Blackwood the the sea slug. <laughs> So as an SCP entry, so I don't remember. Um, him, yes, uh, he's he's the best boy. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, I, I I would not question it at all if they if they just like went and it's like yeah no we have a we have a sentient fish like the problem is it's like it it uses sentient beings. I wonder if like maybe means living. Yeah, living beings. Yeah, but we also just clarified sentient to mean it can feel I, shit. I yeah, but at the same time, like for me, like sentient, and maybe maybe I'm 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 always confusing sentient with sapient. But I've always thought of sentient as like being basically uh, a person, like a living organism that has a higher um, cognitive function, like humans, or like an intel, like something that can speak and feel and think and like think pro, like think higher thoughts and like question their own reality and kind of stuff yeah. like that. Like, because I think it's even, and I think my first contact with it was in Halo, the video game. Where um, it says that the Ring World like weapons spoilers for an, a, an early two thousands game, um, but the Ring Worlds of Halo like wipe out all sentient life in the galaxy with, or within three radii of the galactic center. <laughs> um, so like I always presume that like they it doesn't wipe out all organic life; it just wipes out the the, the things with the higher brain functions. But you might be right. Yeah, but one way or another, um, whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, the, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll move on from this because we're, we're getting kind of just stuck in the weeds here of, of whether a fish can perceive and feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, moving on to um, our first, so we went from one episode where we had an SCP that was air gapped with no links to one that has several links, and we're gonna start with this one here. Yeah, thanks. Um, by the way. Yeah, I, I. Hey man, it's it's luck of the draw. I know. It's <laughs> also, it's an SCP entry. Odds are it'll have links that fractal off of it. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So, yeah. 
Oh, so you were actually thanking me sincerely. <laughs> I mean, I was saying it in an aggressive tone, but <laughs> the fact that they're all connected is always nice. Indeed. So starting off with uh, from the list of provided SCP-3379-1 instances, which are all of those like biological mat, all that biological uh, matter and organisms that like pop out of the portal. So SCP-3379-1 or dash one dash 41. 12 sets of gills wrapped in a synthetic polymer package. DNA sequences match those of SCP-924. So SCP-924, which is by Dejoric um, on scp.wiki, basically they're carnivorous antlered humanoids resembling waterlogged corpses, but with a set of gills just below the rib cage on their bodies. Um, they, they live up in the Arctic Circle, but occasionally migrate south in the winter as far south as Michigan in search of food, uh, which, and their, their, their food of choice being humans. <laughs> um, there's not a whole lot in that entry. Uh, it's basically just like, here's the containment procedures. Here's the description of this creature. That's about it. Like um, uh, SCP foundation are to hunt down wild versions or wild specimens of this SCP as they, as they show up. <laughs> um, Though, I, I will admit, like, even though there's not a whole lot to that entry, I would wholesale take that entry and make a story or a game scenario out of it, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a cool, creepy, like, it's, a, it's a cool, quick seed idea for a monster, for a story or something like that. Um, one thing I will say about this entry, about, about not, not about SCP-924, but about 3379, and this, like, list of instances we get... So the list of instances we have, they're just like six examples were given. Um, out of 350 recovered instances as of 2018. So I, I feel like at the very least, um, like I, I'm, I'm okay with, with having a, a short list if you honestly don't want to write down like 350 instances. <laughs> but I feel like a little blurb that says something along the lines of, for further reading on cataloged instances, please see your director or overseer for proper access <laughs> or something along those lines, like underneath it, just so you yeah. like, we have like some kind of little like escapism or like immersion level uh, addendum to kind of like be a cop out. <laughs> I, well, I, I say, co I, I say cop out like as, like, but not in a bad way or anything like that, but like just as like a, a way to like, Listen, like realistically, as the author here, I'm not going to write down 350 fucking examples. <laughs> yeah, or maybe but, have have it say um, below is a list of um, all the instances that aren't just uh, dead versions of um, of animals that exist in our time and and mention and everything like standard animals, standard dead animals. That's the rest of them. These are all the weird ones. These are all the anomalous yeah. examples, basically. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess. I guess oh, I mean, the, uh, if that the... was there. I'm... Oh yeah. 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 No. For sure. Yeah. Like that kind of that kind of little blurb. Yes. Um, yeah. That's that's all I kind of really want is <laughs> just like a little blurb there. Yep. Um. And then I'm gonna move on to my next one here, uh, which oh, actually honestly this one just like yeah this is just uh, I'll I, I said it earlier about like. So D11424 appears approximately four meters from the precipice of SCP-3379. Uh, and then this is like into like the little like interview dialogue stuff. So Dr. Arceo, everything looks good. Ready? 
D11424. Well, I did say I always wanted to be a diver. Let's do this. And then, yeah, basically, like, you might remember D11424 from such SCPs as SCP-3435, the rad art piece with the blue wizard dragon and the red cyborg dinosaur, which is also by Werillium. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, again, just sort of re recapping that, like, yeah, this character, this is why we're doing this SCP specifically is because this character was linked in a previous one. Uh, and yeah, like in, in that one, in 3435, uh, he even, yeah, he comments is like, I always wanted to be a deep sea diver. So yeah, no wonder he was so gung ho. Like, it's like, let's do this <laughs> uh, to explore this thing, like underneath the Arctic uh, ocean. Um, also kind of nice to get a tad, a bit of continuity here. Like we actually see a little bit of like elaboration on like this, on this D class character's journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure at some point, says like specifically that um scp foundation and they get d-class they ask them like what do they want to do what have they always wanted to do and have they in, i believe like i've read that somewhere before where basically they use that so like if like for example that guy always wanted to be a diver so if they have to do a diving mission grab him and he'll be gung-ho to do it yeah that's true and and boy howdy is he gung ho for this yeah. trip. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'll get into that later. So like, n- next thing I have on my roster of, of actual thoughts here, um, as we go down the narrative of this this transcript, um, several creatures resembling walruses are seen surveying the riverbank. They possess blonde hair, styled in a mullet, and black leather jackets with various decorations. A large net drags behind them, attached to their belts by hooks. What was everybody else's reaction to this? Because <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, basically, I read that. I'm like, of course they are. I was like, of course, course. they're freaking greasers. Yeah, just bullets. like with their flippers, they're snapping. It's like, just like snapping their flippers. Yeah, <laughs> as they go down, as they go down the trail to the other, from their their own portal. <laughs> um, and my really my comment after this is like, and shit only got weirder from there. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, so, on to the next thing here. Uh, D11424. Uh, to the portal by the riverbank looks like D14424 size. This is where I tell you you were right, huh? Dr. Arceo. You don't have to. 11424. All right. See you on the other side. Hope I'm not sacrificed or something. 11424 is carried through the portal and emerges into a desert environment. Several unidentified birds can be seen flying overhead. Motion continues to suggest 11424 is being carried. 11424. Be real with me. What are the chances I get out of this alive? Dr. Arceo pauses as Dr. Arceo confers with research team to assess morale. Slim, I really enjoy 11424's attitude throughout this story. <laughs> like, this is just kind of the beginning of it. As yeah. as I read this dialogue, I couldn't help but feel like he was just rolling his sand check and passing every fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> or and just rolling hard time with this at all. No, no, 100%. Yeah. And just rolling with the punches every situation he gets. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was like a really fun, like, interaction with like because it was like it sort of it sort of removes a lot of the horror um like there's horror element there's horror like moments in the story 
based on descriptions of shit that were were, were uh, that that uh that one one four two four encounters, but it's more on our end. It's less on his end. He's more like a pulpy hero. It's like, oh come on, <laughs> this now, Fuck. um, like he's like an eighties action hero kind of feel. Yeah, kind of like that, or yeah, exactly, or the or the kind of character that you see in like the pulps, um, like not by Lovecraft, but more from like, um, like a Conan ca- character or like uh or Doc Savage kind of character. Where he just like again, they just roll with the punches. They don't. They aren't afraid mm-hmm. of uh, of go of getting like like. Oh, here I am again. <laughs> I'm in this yeah, situation. Like, the, like most of the other D glasses, they're basically just robots. They just ask the questions that they're meant to ask and do the things they're meant to do, and then that's it. They have no personality. This well, guy and really that's, does. Yeah, and, he and thinks he asks questions. He asks if he can try shit, or he just does it on his own. Like when the walruses show up, he's like, "They're just fishing." May I return? And then Doctor Rocio is like, just like is like talking to the research team. He's like, "Oh fuck it, I'm going." And then Rocio is like, "Please wait for input." He's like, "I'm a free inter interdimensional man. I am going." Yeah, I love that line. I love that line. And he like, yeah, and he climbs up the wall. It's like, "Whoa, what a wow!" That was a lot harder. Oh shit! And he falls into the water. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I, I actually, I didn't. Ha- I took that out of my notes, I think, or I had that, and but I didn't bring it up. That's weird. Oh, um, but yeah, no. That that line specifically is like, I am a free transdimensional man. <laughs> Interdimensional. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. No. I really do enjoy his like his dialogue here because yeah, you brought up like they're very robotic a lot of the time the class because they're just meant to be like records and just like test subjects. So they're they're all, a lot of I think a lot of writers just tr- uh, treat them as basically. Um, uh, te- uh, crash test dummies. Yeah. Like, just, all right, go into the, like, do this thing. And, like, a lot of the time, they're also described as just, like, prisoners. So, like, they generally, like, don't have much of a personality because they're just there to be ripped apart or sh- or or tested upon and, like, usually end up dying from the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, it is cool to see a D-class character who actually has a character to them. They actually survive. Oh, yeah. Was... And, yeah, apparently, like, uh, well, I'll continue. I'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to that in a moment. So, um, continuing on uh, with the um, uh, the links of this entry. So, one one four two four. You heard me. Elvis is pulling a gigantic cart with chopped up uh, train pieces on it, and we've stopped. So, train in that sentence is a link. And again, I'm just going to stop right now and and talk about this. I hate how some of the SCP entries handle links, like hyperlinks. Like, most of them do it this way. I don't remember one that was uh, done I, nicely. I, I, you know what? You know which one does it really well. Um, the one we handled that was um, the the nights grow weary on the other website, where it actually has like you you uh, has a like a little like a number or something like that, and you go over it, and it shows you what you're get the, a preview of of what the link is. Yes. And there's also a an above like category thing that shows like a bunch of associated links uh, or SCP associated SCPs and shows you all the SCPs that are linked in the story or in the entry. Yeah. Well, to um, clarify anything that's on the the SCP wiki.wiki.wiki.wiki yes, site dot com. that one all of <laughs> yeah. them are, seem like they're a pain to find. Yeah. 
because um, it's and just it's, the way that they have their formatting done with their colors. Like all hyperlinks must be this really dark red that turn into an even darker red when you click on them. Yes. And for me, like I'm slightly colorblind in dark colors. So I, I saw a sl- I, I barely noticed the train when I first read this story, like for the first time, no, like, uh, like I, I had never clicked on the train thing before. And I saw like a dark red uh, words like, oh, okay, that must be a link. And I, I go over it and it actually underlines as you go over these links. So it's like, I wish there was, it was just underlined to begin with or bolded <laughs> to begin with to notify that there, this, this word is special. <laughs> Um, and yeah, when I, when I go and click onto it and go to that uh, entry and then come back train is now for me black because it's darker red. <laughs> uh-huh. So like, I'm staring at it right now, like on my notes where the, and it's a hyperlink and it's, it's, I can, I can just make out. It's like, that is slightly redder than the rest of the black font uh around it so we can't be the only ones that can't stand this shit right no i i i can't imagine we are like if we are i guess we're an scp sure (laughs) i guess we're 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 an anomaly of some kind that like but i feel like this is like a point of contention in the scp reading fan base (laughs) i I hope it is yeah (laughs) Um, and I understand it would take a long time for somebody to go through all the SCPs and reformat that part. But I mean, you've got a lot of people that like contribute to these entries and like do editing jobs to like help make the entries better and stuff like that. Why not have some people like a group of people go in who are committed to finding all the links in an SCP and underlining the words <laughs> or bolding the word, like making the word stand out somehow so that people can know, oh, there's a link here. <laughs> Honestly, it might be easier than what you think because if all these colors are chosen based on like a website um, theme that's chosen, yeah. like all of the standard text is black, all the links are red. It's not like every time they put a link down, they have to choose that color. Oh, it's the right. default yeah. color. So if For they change the default color of hyperlinks on the website, then they'll show up. Yeah, like change it to blue. Like I, well, every time I see a hyperlink, their it's header blue. is dark red. It looks like their colors oh, are black, dark red, and apparently yellow. So, and yellow on white will not pop. No, it won't. No. So, be so then again, like change the maybe make it like so that like all hyperlinks are bolded or or underlined or something. Yeah, that would fix things so much. Mm. <laughs> um, but getting back to the um, the the link at hand. Uh, so the train in the sentence is a link to SCP four seven four eight, also by Wirilium. Um which is the group designation for a sentient or for a species of fuck sentient. Here it comes again. (laughs) A species of sentient aquatic steam locomotives, basically train whales, (laughs) like train, like like old timey locomotive trains that act like pods of whales in the ocean and have biomechanical like innards like inside of the, like they they appear to be um like the outside their exterior is that of a, of an old like old timey like like early 20th century locomotive like steam locomotive train um with a uh, a with the um the uh firebox um being replaced with a fully formed um whale heart basically and there is like some whale tissue and like musculature 
lined throughout the inside, the innards of the train. Um, where like around the uh, the mechanical parts and stuff, and the whale species, like the the uh, the DNA, uh, some DNA tests from these organic bits um, that have been recovered, uh, have have been found to be from not just one but various different species of whales, uh, most predominantly orca and sperm whale. Um, yeah. and when they die, part of like basically the front half of the whale detaches. Or sorry, the front half of the of the of the train detaches and sinks to the bottom of the ocean, while the uh, the the back half of the train, like all the train cars, uh, they surface, and they will the the surface ones will later become new instances of of SCP four seven four eight. So they'll like actually like grow a new like front end and become like a couple of smaller uh, train wheels. Um, and the foundation has actually sent a sub down to find one of the most recent carcasses in the depths. Like I think it's like twenty seven hundred meters below the surface, mm-hmm. um, in, in the ocean. And they found that it was being eaten and scavenged by several new species of semi metallic crustaceans uh, among the regular scavenging fish and stuff you'd find at the bottom of the ocean. Um, and apparently, these scavenging metal crab creatures were like basically taking away the metal parts and like basically like disassembling it and like. Uh, and chewing into it and like basically adding it to their own carapace and stuff like that. Um, they also then proceeded to tear apart and scavenge the sub. <laughs> oh, great. Like that's just, and it's, it's, it's a great like little bit in the, at the end of that entry because like it's going through and stuff like that. And then it just like nonchalantly gives that horror, like that horrific, like, like description in one line. It's like the sub was then proceed, uh, the creatures then proceeded to, uh, to tear apart and, and scavenge the sub. I was like, Oh, Oh fuck. <laughs> Which it makes sense because they just think it was another whale. <laughs> Yeah, or another train. Um, so I was like, "This is so fucking weird," but I fucking love it. <laughs> mm. Like, and yeah, like you can t- uh, apparently they grow a new train car every winter. Um, like out of or like uh, there will be like an organic nodule that like that like grows at the back of at the back of them, and it will then like start forming a a metal chassis or or a metal shell around it to form a uh, a train car, and so that's how you can tell how old they are. Um, is basically by their by their train cars, <laughs> and they they act like whales in that like they they form like pods of whales like family groups of whales, and like the the ones that are newborn will like uh be affectionately like um cuddled and stuff with by the by the by the adult whales and will be protected by the adult whales like by staying in the center of a circle of these train whales, <laughs> and they wow. they live in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> Again, like you're like, more right. into this story than the actual story we're talking about. Well, again, it's 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 a super short entry too. Again, another yeah. very short entry. There's no other like there's no links to it as far as I could tell. Um, and it's similar to uh the the previous uh SCP entry we got um nine two four where it's like I love this. I want to. I would love to like just wholesale take this and use it in a in another scenario. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's so interesting and weird. Um. I'm not gonna lie, when you first mentioned that it's like uh, sentient trains, I really thought it was gonna be a Thomas the Tank Engine situation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like yeah, it's I'm a little disappointed, but not really. <laughs> no, it's it's less like sentient again, I think sentient is used wrong. Um Probably. I mean maybe it isn't. Maybe it is like maybe sentient is the word for like animals and stuff like, like for like even like baseline animals and stuff like that, because they can perceive and Google this think. right now. <laughs> I, I Googled it already. It says like perception perceives and 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 feels so um it's just it's used like it's used a lot in um 
when describing humans and or, or beings with higher functions in in science mm-hmm. fiction. But yeah, I think I think the word we're, we uh, I'm actually looking for when I when I hear that in science fiction is really just sapient. <laughs> but I will, I, I digress. I will move on to my next quote and comments. Um, Two days ago, CNN said lobsters and crabs are sentient beings and shouldn't be boiled alive. Okay, all right. So it is. It is about basically like being like seeing, perceiving, and feeling. Like it's taking that end of things. Okay. Octopuses, lobsters, and crabs are sentient beings and deserve protection. The UK well, says octopuses are like about almost like they're like give them a couple more like thousand years and they'll be about as smart as humans. <laughs> oh, great. Like they are, they are thinking. Like they can, they can, they can outthink us in some cases. Like, like they've they've run like experiments with like uh with octopuses, like to like see like how they 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 have problem solving thinking parts in their brains. Like they mm. can problem solve them their way out of a, of a, of a out of a uh, a container. <laughs> so yeah, they are they they are getting dangerous. We're getting dangerously close to like the advent of Cthulhu. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we thought he was a uh, Cthulhu might have been a time traveler who like went back in the past. He might be like a fully sentient like octopus that just went back in the past. Or we thought Cthulhu yeah. was 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 really old. Turns out he's just really really new. <laughs> the great new one. <laughs> nice. Fuck! I want to write that story now. Anyway, moving on. Um. The sheet covering 11424 is whisked away. The entities speaking to the walruses appear to be humans, dressed in traditional Viking garb, with small glowing charms decorating their belts, helmets, and beards. And then in the footnotes... Um, you don't need to know uh, what they're wearing on their sho- for shoes. It doesn't matter. No, that's fine. No, Otherwise, no, because... There's a whole section for that. No, no. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a while to click on that. One. It, it did. It did. Talk about talk about the footnotes. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, footnotes one. Uh, what what is perceived as English by listeners is, upon study of the audio, a series of unrelated vocalizations that more closely match the mouth movements made by the associated entities. Uh, despite the mind affecting nature. Testing has revealed no negative effects on exposure. So, from what I'm gathering here, like from the context of like that, like like the um, the initial like description of like the, the they have like these like glowing charms when they're talking, and even like a little bit later in the story, uh, before the footnote stuff, um, like one one four two four says like you speak English, and the Viking says English, and then continues on talking to something else. Um, so I guess like the Vikings. Like the the glowing charms on their like belt and helmet and and beard, the, like when they're glowing and stuff like that, are like some kind of enchanted translator or something. Yeah, I guess. Just that's like that's how I kind of interpret it. It's like, oh, okay, so like that's why that footnote's there is because like basically, to to uh, to the audience, uh, because that charm is in is in uh, is in the area of effect or is in um, proximity, um, we're able to get English. We're able to get a translation. Um, yeah, but I didn't fully like, understand it, but that makes sense. Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's basically a, a bad movie dub <laughs> sort of situation, I think, because like they're like their mouths are moving as if like they're talking in their own language, but we're hearing English. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is like really funny <laughs> and and kind of cool because like, and it is interesting because I guess it only works uh, for like with regards to the 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 uh, the wearer because the walruses are just like squealing and like doing like walrus sounds, 
Whereas, and the Viking can understand 11424 and the walrus. And we can understand the Viking, but we can't understand the walrus. But the, that sounds the really the recording, odd. The recording understands it. I mean, it's, it's an SCP. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. like, yeah, it, I, I think it, I think it might just be like the the fact that like it's in it's in we like maybe like dialogue of, in here somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think and, I think it, again, it makes sense because again, it's an SCP thing. It could be beyond our understanding of how it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another thing is that D one one four two four could have looked at the video afterward and said, "Oh, this is what he said." At oh, this point. Yeah. yeah, this is a transcript. So, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, SCP one one four two or SCP one four. Well, D one one four two four survives <laughs> to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. So, um. But yeah, uh, moving on to the next, my next thing here. Um, uh, several tentacles reach out from underneath the wreck of the canopy, wriggling wildly. Instead of suckers, the tentacle possesses four-fingered hands. Uh, two of these tentacles attempt to seize D-11424 and Erickson, the latter of whom successfully evades. 11424, oh, come on! Unidentified voice. Thieves! Uh, 11424, Erickson, you bastard! Erickson whistles, and several charms in his beard begin to glow. A glowing blue barrier resembling sheet music forms between him and the mass of tentacles. The wagon with his companions returns, and Erickson jumps aboard with his stolen goods. Okay, so first off, the tentacle with the with uh, with with hands in, in place of, of, of suction cups. That imagery actually creeped me really out, like, just, like, thinking about that. Yeah, it's weird. Because <laughs> that's just really, fu- like, that'll haunt my dreams for a while. Are they <laughs> just, like, tentacles. hands? Yeah, four fingers. Well, I guess that actually makes sense, because, like, we don't count the thumb as a finger. It's but a it's thumb. It's specifically saying that, so it might be, like, cartoon hands. It could like be that, yeah. Could... four, including uh, the thumb. Yeah, but I, I think also, like... Generally, again, we we tend to count as like four hand, four fingers and a thumb, not three fingers and a thumb being hands or being fingers. But yeah, it could also be cartoon lot, like sort of like a weird, creepy cartoon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like yeah, now 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 I just can't stop thinking about this these tentacles as like a um, uh, what's the um, what's the type of like the cartoons where like they have no like they have no bones in their in their joints they're just like all wiggly and te- and like kind of like rubber hose animation uh, rubber hose animation yeah that's that's what I'm th- yeah I, I just, now I can't just I, now the, these tentacles are just rubber hose animation <laughs> yeah, it's a boss from freaking uh cuphead now yeah um as a side note i love this weird transdimensional marketplace that we get to like see through the eyes of of 1144 and his camera like, it's like a D D campaign. Kitchen segment? I will wholesale <laughs> steal this premise for a game someday. <laughs> like just Boro. there's just Boro. Bo- Boro, yes. Boro without permission. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's not like we make money off those anyways. Like I will I will draw inspiration from this. <laughs> there you go, that works. Um yeah, no, like just these like an idea of like this like dimensional hub with like countless portals uh, like on walls on the like on the outskirts of it. That people just, that people from all sorts of like dimensions come from and come to and to and fro, 
and like set up shops and kiosks and like little merchant things and sell like goods. Like that just is so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the fact that like again we're getting a couple of SCP entries like linked into the story, like tied into like that. Yeah, they the court like it seems like the perfect thing for an SCP entry because like yeah they just show up and like come from different like from different uh, SCP realities or from wherever the the SCPs come from. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, and case in point, uh, on to my next thing, uh, which is um, D11424 approaches a large concrete plaza with rows of human-like bodies suspended from oversized fishing hooks. Faded paint outlines on the ground are shaped like airplanes. So oversized fishing hooks is a link to SCP-3531, which is by Magna2S. Uh, which is a Boeing 737. Um, is this 747? Pretty sure. I don't know if a 737 is uh, a thing. I, I thought I took it from... Hang on. I might be wrong. I just I may have just assumed 747 because that's the standard. Yeah, hang on. I, I, not, I, not that I want to fight you on it. I just want to double check. It's it says 737. Okay. Well, and that makes it even weirder then, because like, yeah, it doesn't exist like that, tr- that that airplane. Oh, it probably does. I just don't know planes that well. No, no, no. I gotta look at Boeing. Yeah, I'm already doing it. That's a thing. Yeah, just the 47 is the uh, the popular one. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, it's a Boeing 737. Uh, it's also some kind of in, and this is this is my best description of what happens in that entry. Uh. Some kind of interdimensional fishing abduction device for something from another reality to grab humans. Um, like when it take when when the plane takes off with passengers, water and seaweed flood into the into the airplane. Um, attendees who weren't there before show up and begin hooking passengers and like with with fish hooks and escorting them away like behind curtains. Oh. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> I just kind of like browsed over it. I didn't catch a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. I caught that it takes off and then weird shit spawns inside. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so all this weird shit like spawns inside and like this weird shit happens. And the funny thing is that when it lands, anyone left has no recollection of what transpired. And even when shown footage of the events, which is where we get like kind of, a, we get a transcript of a D class test footage, like is supplied. Um, they straight up deny it. Like it's like no, like they they just straight up deny the footage. Like that didn't happen. Um, SCP three five three one is to be stored in the hangar of Site thirty eight. Um, and yeah, so within regards to this story, and and, and there's also like uh they've they've also recovered like the black box of of three five three one, and it's it has it it kind of like. The, the message that's on it is sort of like uh, along the lines of um, so, uh, two voice or like a voice talking to something else about how um, they found this really cool um, th- th- this really cool thing in this other universe on this little planet they're called humans and I think you're gonna want to collect some more or, I, I think they're gonna get they're gonna be really big <laughs> um, uh, sometime soon. So we better get uh, we better get some while while the going's good. And it's just like, well, I guess we now know where Kingfisher uh, Airlines takes the human haul they get. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
So it's like, oh god, it's like a creepy, like fishing, like basically like a fishing warehouse in another dimension, but it's the fish are humans. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I like the idea. The, the I like the fact that it's named Kingfisher Airlines uh, throughout the uh, the entry. Like when the um uh when when the airplane takes flight, it's like uh you're now exper- uh like welcome to Kingfisher Airlines because a kingfisher is a type of bird that like fishes like like darts down and spears um fish in the ocean. Yeah. So it, it's very appropriate for this. Um, and another kitchen segment, I kind of, so, um, people who know us on the show and, and know, uh, and, and, um, uh, know our other show, uh, One Less Die, um, which is an RPG actual play podcast, um, probably know, uh, that I love, uh, scenarios and, and games by, um, Heaven on Games with Caleb Stokes and, he did a game uh, and created a, a, a cosmic monster called the the Fisher of Men in one of his uh, scenarios. That basically, like, it, it's this cosmic creature that drops down lures um, that are not quite um, like perfect for like they're they're not quite perfect like uh, camouflaged like replicas of like things that we'd see in the in regular life, but they're. Un- close enough that people that they, that people will approach them and then get grabbed and ripped, whisked up into the air. Um, and he's done some elaborations on this creature, um, like in t- in another scenario. And I kind of want to take this premise of this Kingfisher airline and basically just use like the, the creature that's hauling people out of it and stuff is just the Fisher of Men. <laughs> like I mean, Kingfisher, right. yeah, like Kingfisher Airlines is just another uh, avatar of the Fisher of Men. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that's works as competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's my uh, my thing for that. Um, on to my next one here. Uh, D one one four two four falls into a large body of water. After a minute of floating in place, one one four two four is forcefully pulled down and towards the original SCP three three seven nine portal. Halfway there, 11424 begins to regain consciousness and resists the pull, where his movements reveal that the pulling originates from several tendrils, with hands in place of suckers, similar to the ones encountered earlier. 11424 is ejected through SCP-3379 and manages to swim to the surface. 11424. I I survived. Holy shit. End log. Um... D-11424 was recovered by onboard SCP-3379 research team and taken into the sickbay. 11424 was found to be missing one kidney, two fingers, his scuba gear, and was unable to remember anything starting from his sixth birthday and ending on his eighth. D-11424 reported the experience to be traumatizing, but fun overall. (laughs) And to that I have to say... Fuck yes! <laughs> like D one one four two four is now my uh, uh, now officially my favorite SCP employee. I guess I guess I guess test subject is more appropriate. Yeah, uh, he's just my favorite. Like yeah, D class. Um, uh, absolutely. Like he's he's now up there, um, with Lord Blackwood, the sea slug, and Joey Fucknuts. <laughs> And the and, wow. and the and the that's high praise. It it is like honestly, this character like I would love to. See, and apparently, he's in other entries. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's. Sur- and he, there's even a story called the Legend of D one one four two four. Nice. The the, the D class who will not die. 
You're doing that next, right? Uh, we we can cover it. <laughs> uh, if you guys would, the spot. I mean, you know, do you guys want to do that for 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 New Year's Eve? <laughs> maybe. Uh, or, we should check how long it is first. Maybe. Well, well we're definitely going to do it in the future. <laughs> Doesn't matter how long it is; it's not long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll never be done. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we 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 will we will. D one one four two four will return for, on ADR in dot to dot. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Like, I love this. Uh, yeah. I, I love. I love this character. Like one one four two four is my favorite fucking character. I think so far. Like he's up there with Joey Fucknuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So and it's like yeah, it's it's nice because he like he fits in like a niche like because. Like I have a, I have, I have two favorite SCP entities, <laughs> that being Lord Blackwood the Sea Slug and Joey Fucknuts, and now I have a D class that I, I can that I that I have a favorite of. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's that's my actual thoughts, guys. Um, Mikey, what D stands for evil? What have you got? <laughs> so, uh, to start off, I have a question for Gamer because you've already answered it through yours. Um. <laughs> okay. Which is, um, where did things start going from, um, from being sort of critical to silly? <laughs> oh, uh... Because for, uh, I guess review for cultist, the... it was the walrusers. <laughs> yeah, it was really the, it was definitely the walrus. Because up until that point, it was like, okay, some weird, creepy, like, translucent fish predators like that's that's part for the course for like an scp like and, and yeah. transdimensional like like otherworldly like that's basically like from beyond like lovecraft's story from beyond where like there's like these weird liquivore creatures that like live in a parallel universe side from uh, right beside our own um and then yeah when he surfaces and sees the walruses that's like what <laughs> yeah sorry continue uh, so I'm just asking if that was the same for uh, Gamer. I mean, pretty much. Although it is also kind of silly that they took one fish, put one camera on him, and he somehow went through the gate, like through the portal. Like they were able to command this fish to go wait. to a specific <laughs> place. You're f- wait. <laughs> you so you so you you that was when it got things out weird, but you had no problem with started. that. <laughs> But you had no problem with the fact that they they had a they they strapped a, a camera to a fish and had it like and and were somehow able to control it to go into the portal. That's what. I, well, he's asking me when it started getting silly. That's when I said it started getting a little silly. See, that was what, what my problem was with that was that it was like, what the? F- why didn't they use a drone or something like that? Like, but yeah, okay, fine. It wasn't alive. I, the silliness uh, I, is the I, fact I guess, that yeah. they took one fish and one camera and somehow got it to go through. I don't know how yeah. they managed to do no, that. No, it was Agent Finn. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's, he's an SCP. It should have been hyperlinked in extremely dark red that you can't see. Maybe that's what. Hey, man! <laughs> only you, can, only only you can do. Uh, only you can. Um, uh, nice. <laughs> I, was <gonna> say, <laughs> I was about to say, only you can prevent forest fires. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, don't let your dreams be dreams. We can make that SCP, Agent Finn. <laughs> secret Agent Finn, secret. <laughs> I might have to like jot down some notes for a uh, an SCP that's just a fish that's on the payroll of the SCP Foundation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a, the picture that accompanies it is just like a fish on like in a fish market. 
like dead yeah yeah his final his, his final uh his final uh uh mission no he was playing possum he was like spying on someone yeah exactly not really dead yeah or it's like uh it's like chicken boo <laughs> like it's just a normal fish but it like <laughs> but like everyone treats it like it's an agent <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's, to bring that's back the only anomalous feature of it, it just it makes people around him think that he's alive, but he's really not. Exactly. Yeah. That that's our callback from last week, by the way. This <laughs> is mm. chicken boo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, not to not to derail. Continue. Uh, so continue on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so wh- where it went sort of silly for me uh, was with the fish. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. So not the the one that they sent with the camera because like eh, sharks with lasers, fish with a camera, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but I have the quote here. So yeah, they might be anomalous piranhas or something. D one one four two, one one four two four chuckles. Hold on, there's a big school of big fat ones coming towards me. Uh, Dr. Arcio, make sure. Shit! <laughs> Several large red fish with four eyes bump into D11424, sending him downstream for an indeterminate distance before he grabs onto a rock to hold himself still. So. My visual was the big red fish with four eyes was fish with glasses. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, see. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm trying to think of this in context to Mikey and his and, and, and your and your unique perspective on things. <laughs> Because at this point we hadn't seen we haven't seen like an animal wearing clothes until we get to the walrus. So like, for I I I can see what where you'd like think I can, I can see with your mentality like I'm rolling sand right now to make to to to, to see your perspective on this and I can see it. <laughs> I've gained a point of mythos. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> That's, I don't understand why. Because for like, I I can see why Mikey would think like when he when he reads four eyes, he doesn't see a four eyed oh, fish as in a I physically four eyed fish. Gotcha. He sees a fish with glasses, which I understand is the now. yes. And for anybody well, else out there that's lost, it's four eyes is a slang term for somebody with glasses. Yes, I did not catch that. Yeah, that is good though. I see what you're saying now, but. Uh, Yes, I, I bow before the king of critically silly, <laughs> Mikey. The East stands yes. for evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's funny because I actually stood up and bow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, just thought what is in regards to the fused birds? Um, is this a small version of Birdscape? Oh God. <laughs> It's the beginnings of it. Yeah. <laughs> that that must really, like, that must... I, I don't know if I could, uh, like, physically, I think I could get over that, like, falling into, like, falling onto a mass, like, a giant mass of birds. Mentally, I don't think I could take it because, like, 
you definitely he definitely crushed a couple of those bird creatures like in the massive process. aren't they are they massive or like are they just is the mass just massive and it's like uh, still just like regular birds <laughs> i have no idea because <laughs> like that's what i visualized was just like a bunch of like regular sized birds that have just been fused together into this massive mass of biology of mass gotta yes. hate english language yep that's also the visual i got wow wait what, what, which one was that the the, uh, the massive mass of uh regular birds yeah and, i mean they I could be massive, regular massive massive birds yes ah scps <laughs> twisting our perceptions since I don't know, the SCP found. Yes, since six thousand uh, for for the last six thousand years. <laughs> I wish I had the the date that we first started reading SCPs because I would drop it there. Yeah, I mean, I future me could do it right now. Uh, um, ADR started reading SCPs way back on September eleven, uh, twenty fourteen. Thanks, or not? If you didn't. <laughs> He'll do it. <laughs> Fuck you, past me. <laughs> okay. All right. And then um, my last note here uh, is in regards to the picture that accompanies yes. the story. And I feel it would have been better if the walrus had a blonde hair mullet. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. However... <laughs> I don't think they were pulling the anomalous mullet ones out. I think it's just one of the standard ones. Unless the mullets on the walruses with the leather jackets is just a wig. <laughs> like God. they're just they're just greaser larp they're they're just grease larpers. <laughs> greaser posers. Yeah, they're yeah, they're just grease posers. Like what about the Elvises? <laughs> Like, are they are are they just like? Because I just kind of pictured like Elf, Elvis impersonators. So are they just Grease impersonators? Yes. In yes. Like the dimension no. of like of impersonation. And then do they do they do do the uh, grease greaser imposer or the greaser imposer the greaser imposter walruses? Do they do battle with the Fabiosaur? <laughs> Because remember back in uh, Die November, like last year, I uh, uh, we we talked about um, a T Rex with Fabio's blonde, luscious hair. Yes, I do remember <laughs> the Fabiosaurus Rex? Yes, and also yes. <laughs> With, um, and then by that logic, the uh, um, the Viking guys are also just larpers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, so okay, there, there's actually something that I I didn't bring up. Um, the Viking says, like, uh, if they weren't exiled, he would have uh, helped him uh, helped uh, SCP three or D one one four two four get back to Laguardia. And when I when I read that, I I I looked it up. Laguardia doesn't really uh, Laguardia is mentioned mostly in SCP context. Like I think, but it's like it's not even. There's no ent- There's like an entry that's like getting made, but like no one's like done anything with it yet. Oh. Um, but like when I when I read LaGuardia, it reminds me of LaGuardia, which is an airport, I think, in Los Angeles. <laughs> when you read LaGuardia, it reminded you of LaGuardia. Yeah, no, no, because like, yeah, LaGuardia, yeah, LaGuardia Airport is um, is LaGuardia, 
uh, in New York is the airport in New York. So it's like, and you know, so when I hear with LaGuardia, when when I read LaGuardia on this, I thought it was some kind of like Norwegian or Viking like settlement in history, or like maybe like a town in in actual like Sweden or Norway or something like that. And then like when I googled it, and like the first thing that came up was the was the uh, LaGuardia that's not spelled with a W, but spelled with a U, and yeah. that's LaGuardia Airport. It's like, oh, it's just in New York. <laughs> So the, yeah, it could be just be that they're just like Viking LARPers from New York. <laughs> That's about right. Well, and there's portals everywhere. Like I can yeah. only assume that the Elvises come from Las Vegas. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's if there's going to be another SCP three three seven nine instance or like or like uh, anomaly, it's going to come out of Las Vegas for sure, right? Because Las Vegas is weird and like. The number one rule about Las Vegas is you don't talk about Las Vegas. <laughs> or what's what, no, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. That's that's yeah, the, I think you're mixing it up with Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. I mean Fight Club, Las Vegas. It's basically the same. Sure they are. Sure. <laughs> uh, but Mikey, continue, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of my actual thoughts. Oh, okay. Uh gamer. Okie dokie. <clears throat> Let's see. Right from the get-go, the description. SCP-3379 is a rectangular portal approximately 8 meters beneath the surface of the Atlantic Ocean, measuring 10 by 15 and surrounded by a concrete frame. SCP-3379 is located 12 kilometers north of Bolshevik Island, uh, Russia. And to that I say, damn, they're pretty hardcore Minecraft enthusiasts out there in Russia. Like, Son of a bitch. I, we, make, I, we, make, we make Nether Portal for real. That's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it, it's just another portal. Yeah. Uh, in, in Soviet Russia, Minecraft you. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, no, you're. Or gameplay you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the SCP. Yeah, yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Actually, where is Bolshevik Island in Russia? I'm curious now. I didn't actually look it up. Bolshevik Island. Oh wow. Yeah, it's um. Oh, it's in one, it's, so it's uh. Basically, like so. There's this, it's right at the top. There's a bunch. Of, there's a chain of islands at the kind of in this like the center or, or like basically in the middle of um of the ocean that's above Russia, mm-hmm. and it's the uh the southernmost island of that chain. Okay. Yeah, in the in the Laptev Sea, or uh, yeah, between uh, basically they uh, the island, the islands sort of separate the Kara Sea and the Laptev Sea, uh, uh, north of Russia. So interesting. Hmm. Yes, I'll move on from there. Okay. Starts talking about um, instances of um, of dash ones showing up, mm-hmm. and one of them is twelve sets of gills wrapped in synthetic polymer package. DNA sequences match those of SCP. Um, nine two four. Yeah. So it says it's a synthetic polymer package. Is it like human made, or is it like an alien made sort of thing? Alien, as in foreign to us. Based on the context of what we get in the story, like later on, I wonder if like all the stuff that we're that's popping out of that portal is just like stuff that's coming out of that marketplace. Like it seems to be like a fish market of sorts or like a weird, like mm. interdimensional meat, uh, like fish market. So I wonder if like, yeah, it's just a marketplace that, uh, and so like that, might, that's just the packaging that that 
merchant used. Yeah, I guess we didn't really get too good of a a feel for like the tech of the area. Yeah, we we it's sort of it sort of can't well I, again like it might be that like it's just um like there's some that have like crates of fish. There's some people that are using like uh, vacuum sealed packaging or like packaging with like uh, with with a uh, a gel. I think there's a mention of like something in saline solution or that's actually from that's actually a jar. That's one of the instances I think is a jar full of yes. saline solution that has something in it. Mm-hmm. But either way, I think it'd be yeah. nice if there was something saying like it's um, wrapped in a synthetic polymer package that doesn't match any records that we have to say like it's something it may have it might be made of materials that they know of but not in a a manner that earth has done yeah because otherwise like if if it's i i thought it was just a human-made thing basically and somewhere on the other side of the portal there's either this is before we even got into the portal um there's either some humans in there that are doing experiments on shit or there's a portal behind that portal where monsters come out of that portal into some uh some laboratory and steal shit like bring it back to the portal and that's how it came out here eventually it's just weird yeah that's probably yeah yeah well i mean that's that's scps (laughs) just here's a weird thing we're not going to explain it bye (laughs) i I do wonder how all these things come out though because none of them are alive so it's not like they swim through the portal. It just sort of no, like there's a, float and eventually fall through. No, well, it, it kind of describes it at the end of, of 11424's journey. Like, I, maybe they presumed that he was dead because he was kind of just like, it was describing him as like limply, like going through the chutes and stuff of like that and then being discarded down that shaft. And then um, like the camera was picking up other like refuse and like, and like, and pieces of meat and stuff of like that falling out of other portals, like lining up, lining that shaft. And then halfway through the wall, like I, I, then he got pulled by the, by hand, by the hand tentacle things at the bottom of the, the shaft and discarded into one of the, into the, uh, the SCP portal. So, and, so and he, he came to else. while he was underwater. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they just like throw, they just throw random, like maybe there's um, other portals that he didn't see and he just got the luck of the draw and got thrown into the, into the right portal to back to earth. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe that's basically their 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 uh, garbage disposal for all their like refuse meat products. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, now now I kind of like the idea of um the the walrus that we find is one of the sentient wa- or the sapient walruses like the ones that like with the 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 mullets and like the the jackets but it was like a mob hit <laughs> like he's yep. he this, it's actually a, it's actually a cr- like uh, there's actually a, like a uh, a gang hit happened and they just dumped his uh, dumped the walrus's body down the shaft like with all the other like meat refuse and stuff like sort oh, they, of in it. that means they throw threw him down there naked too and i guess yeah. he was he was uh, suffering baldness so yeah. he doesn't have his hair oh god so it's basically or or they took his his mullet wig as a as a uh, as a uh, as a as a trophy or something like that it's it's basically a no like we're missing a noir movie set in walrus world <laughs> mm-hmm or it's like, yeah, a wall again, like walrus hit. Like there was a wall, there was a hit on for that walrus uh, from that gang. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Oh my god, I kind of want to write that story. This is like a, a noir story in the marketplace involving the walruses and like maybe Fabiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird worlds that are all converging in this story. It seems I. It's so good. Sorry, <laughs> I personally love it. But I'll move on from there. Yes.
goes on to um, talk about a 16 meter long uh, elasmosaur neck, heavily yeah. decomposed. And I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up because dinosaurs are cool. It's basically a plesiosaurus, except instead of it being 15 feet long, it's 43 feet long. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive one. Yeah. Which is cute. It is. Yeah. I love the marine reptile species um, mm-hmm. of the dinosaur era. They're so fucking cool and creepy. They are. I mean, not so much a plesiosaur. They're like the most PG dinosaur I've... ever. I thought plesiosaur as a word doesn't exist, or am I thinking of ter- uh, pterodactyl? <laughs> like, I'm or as a, as a creature. Pterodactyl. Yeah, pterodactyl. No, I thought plesiosaur like was sort of like a weird like misdemeanor, like or like a, like a uh, mis- like it, it's it's a word that we came up with, but it's there's no sp- not a specific species for, it, or it's like very inaccurately describing certain species of of long necked uh, sea reptiles. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Plesiosaur <laughs> is a type of aquatic dinosaur, but there is a specific one that is a plesiosaur. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it right now. Plesiosauria is a is is a order of extinct Mesozoic marine reptile. Yeah. So, um, oh, is a plesiosaur a dinosaur? Um, no, marine reptiles. Plesiosaur. Yeah, no. So yeah, plesiosaurs are a species or a type of of a type of uh sea reptile yeah so sorry didn't mean to go on a little tangent there i just like i i for some reason in my head like part of me was like plesiosaur isn't like there was something in my brain that was like referencing something i heard where like plesiosaur was not a was not the thing that we always think of when we think of plesiosaur i don't know sorry Mm -hmm. i'll move uh i'll 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 remove myself from i'll digress myself away from your thoughts (laughs) okay cool either way that's that we move on to um, another one of the examples. What are they called? Instances of things? Yeah. Yes, of dash ones. A mason jar containing an unidentified liquid. Exposure to the liquid causes strong nostalgic feelings. Oh, so it's member berry juice. Oh, I member. <laughs> yeah. Or perhaps member berry drank. Ooh. They, they're gotta, get that member, gotta get that member berry drank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is grape drank offensive and racist? I don't know. I don't. Uh, it's it's from a Dave Chappelle skit, so probably exactly. So probably, <laughs> yeah. I apologize. It's They're cool. grapes. What do you want me to do? Yeah. But we'll move on. To date, SCP. Oh, we're going to be bringing this up again. I forgot to chime in here. Uh, to date, SCP three three seven nine's edge can only be crossed by sentient beings. And to that, I say, well, <laughs> good thing that the new war is upon us. Uh, maybe when we get to the Tau system, we'll be able to capture some D-class sentience and bring them back along with the Lotus. We're sorry, Mikey. <laughs> We're talking about Warframe again. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said sentience, I was like, son of a bitch. He's going to bring it up. He's got to do yeah. it. He contract. did the thing. <laughs> Wolf win. <laughs> you just pray free. I pray every day. Anyways, um... And it gets on to after D class has been going going through all this shit, um, and like multiple things has happened. He's gone through multiple portals. He's being carried by um, mullet wearing uh, walruses and such. And then Doctor OSU is like, "All right, your camera's still obscured by fish, so call out things as you see them." And D one one four two four is like, "You got it." 
there's plenty of fancy looking gates, kind of like the one we went through when we got here, all shapes and sizes, just past one the size of a condo, had gold edges all around. Some six-legged giants walked through, uh, walked out through through there. And I'm just like, he's just passing flawlessly on the sand checks. Yeah, no, like, every single thing, it's, just, it's not a problem. It, yeah, I'll I, describe I, it perfectly for you. Sure, here you go. To to, to bring back up, um, Caleb from from Heaven on Games and RPPR, uh, that being Roleplay Public Radio, um, RPPR did a a Dreamlands campaign of Call of Cthulhu, and Caleb's character kept passing Sandcheck after Sandcheck after Sandcheck throughout the Dreamlands. So yeah. the entire time he was just nonplussed and just like, no, this is a dream. Like I'm in a dream. You're you're just a, uh, an extension of my my consciousness. Like uh, everyone around me is just an extension of my consciousness. I'm just in a dream. This isn't fine. Everything is fine. We're doing all these cool weird things that are that would render a man insane. Why are you screaming? <laughs> you because you <laughs> failed your sand check. Roll better. God damn it. Uh, and then at the last session, right before, like, like right as they woke up or like, like escaped the dreamlands, that's when he failed his his check and realized everything was real. <laughs> when he escaped, yeah, just as they were escaping, like back to the to the waking world, that's when he real that's when he failed the sand check. Of course, and it was just like, yeah, but like throughout that entire journey, motherfucker would not fucking lose a sand check. Mm, nice. <laughs> no matter how hard Ross tried. <laughs> It was it was rather funny. And yeah, that's basically D11424. Like just passing his sand check, uh, rolling with the punches and, re- and and passing them sand checks. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah. Yep. Then uh <laughs> the they talk about the exchange and he goes away with the Vikings and he gets grabbed by the tentacle monster and he's like, screw you. And then uh D11424 bites several of the fingers of the tentacle, causing it to drop them. And then the voice is like the rule. What the fuck is the rule? Is it no biting? I, w- I wonder. I wonder if the rule is like is like no stealing or like maybe, maybe he's like calling that out or something or like no violence in the marketplace or something like that. Oh, so it's a uh, provincial situation? No, no. What, what's it called? Oh yeah, but the uh, the, uh, the continental. Continental. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no, no harm uh, befalls anybody uh, within the grounds of the continental during. Mm. It, and that's from John Wick for anybody who's not in the know. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I figured it's either no biting or it's in regards <laughs> to Erickson leaving with the goods instead of giving them to the tentacle, I guess. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's, which is, I guess, what he was about to do. I don't know. No, yeah, that's basically, yeah, he, he used, he used 11424 as the fall guy for yeah. his, his, uh, his stealing of cart of like, of like goods from, from tentacle beast. Mm-hmm. From Hansy, the tentacle beast. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Then my last one on the main story is just being flabbergasted that he survived. Yeah. Like I was surprised multiple times that he's still alive. And even at the end where he's like floating away, like I thought he was dead. I'm like, okay, well he died. So that's, this is how it should be. His D class. He's supposed to die. I'm like, okay. He's going to survive. That's, that's weird and cool. All right. Yeah. It was, there were same thing. Basically like there were like every time he like, like something was ha- about to happen. It's like, all right, this is where where we find out. This is where the uh, the footage is going to end, or something like that, because he's going to get killed or sacrificed or something. And he just kept surviving. And then, like, even when he was like dropping down into the shaft, I was like, okay, now he's dead. <laughs> like now yeah. they're going to recover his body or something like that. And like he fell, like went under the water. And then he, as anybody who was unconscious, 
and like but but uh, submerged in water he he woke up from being from, because he, he was suddenly drowning i was like oh wait he's alive <laughs> and then he gets thrown through the uh through the um the portal by the tentacle hand things and he surfaces back to the top of the surface and he's like i i survived holy shit and my reaction was he he survived holy shit yeah <laughs> like it was like a repeat basically <laughs> and it was a first yeah and my last few notes are on uh, specifically SCP-924, the uh, ah, yes. shriveled up dude uh, that's in the water and murders people. Yeah, the well, not shriveled up. They're like bloated, like waterlogged is is bloated person. <laughs> Generally, was it bloated? Yeah, it was. Well, it says waterlogged, but a waterlogged co- corpse is usually bloated because it's literally like soaked up a whole bunch of water. <laughs> Oh, I assumed it's like when you're in the pool too long and you get all raisiny, just like to the extreme. I mean, there's that as well. Like there, it would be pruny, but it would be mostly because of like water, <laughs> because you absorb too yeah. much water in your system. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't. Either way, anything. regardless. <laughs> um, I first know it's specifically about estivation. It's estivation. Yeah, I think it's estivation. Um, yeah, what does that mean? I I actually yeah, totally gapped uh, on that. <laughs> Basically, it's hibernation, but during the summer. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but like, as soon as I learned that, I'm like, okay. But why are there two words for the same damn thing? Because they're I both mean, hibernation, just one's in the winter, one's in the summer. I think because hiber means something cold. Maybe. Hang on, I'm but, actually going to uh, look that up. Hyper etymology. But that being said, I suppose it can be useful having them different because you could say a bear hibernates, which then... It's just saying that defaults it to mean that that bear shuts down and sleeps during the winter. And you could say SCP-924 estivates, which defaults to mean that he shuts down and sleeps during the summer. Like You don't have to elaborate on it if you know what the actual definitions of hibernate and estivate mean, I guess. Fair. Um, prolonged torpor during hot, dry seasons, and then hibernation. The bibernation. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, they are basically they they mean the same they 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 mean a basically a, a torpor like a metabolic depression and torpor for 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 creatures. It just depend it just dependent on the um uh on the season or on the on the uh the climate basically. Yeah, when things get cold, animals that hibernate shut down. With yeah, and when things get opposite, too hot, yeah, yeah, it's mainly yeah. in bugs. That's interesting. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, I had never heard of that word before, so that was actually yeah. really neat to, to find out that there's a a hot equivalent, a hot season equivalent of hibernation. Mm-hmm. And it explains why. Like, right at the start, it says the special containment procedures and the description and everything, and it says um, this, uh, the tank must be um, at this low temperature. If you need to go in the tank for any reason, you have to raise the temperature to at least this, and that's why because it'll put them yeah. to sleep. Yeah, it'll basically make them drowsy and make them like less uh, less hostile towards you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Then it gets on to say, it's talking about where the encounters happen, and it says that, surprisingly, it uh, migrates south to hunt as well. It says, the southernmost encounter with SCP-924 was approximately three miles outside of redacted Michigan. So that's surprisingly close. And does that make it so this is a Great Lakes monster, basically? Or did he migrate down through the St. Lawrence River from the Atlantic? It could, it could be that. Um, there are other rivers that come down from Hudson Bay down farther south. So, oh, are there? 
Yeah, there's, oh yeah, there's like, we have a whole river system. <laughs> Gamer, we have a ton of river, like, I, okay, I say that as like, oh, you should know this, but like, I've been staring at maps of rivers and, and mountains recently, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I apologize for like trying, for, for, for just stating that, and uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, no, we have a, a crap, there's a, t- a crap ton of rivers that go like from like the Arctic or like from like the northern region of the continent down to as far south as like the Great Lakes, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right after reading that, I was thinking about like, okay, well, maybe they don't need a uh, water passage to get there because maybe they can walk on water, not walk on water, walk on land and be fine like that. Um, but then the next sentence I started reading after I thought that was um, an incident on redacted, 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 uh, while resulting in no casualties, proved that SCP-924 was capable of supporting themselves and moving outside of water and that attacks on unwary fishing vessels are possible. So, like, it, basically the story answered my question as I had it in my head. Yeah. Also, as a, as a quick aside, and uh, not, not, to, not, to, um, not to usurp your, uh, your, sex, your segment here, but uh, Mythos, would do a, Mythos would make it better, like Cthulhu would make it better uh, segment here. Um, these are just deep ones who worship Ithaqua. <laughs> So they're they're Arctic born deep ones who worship um worship Ithaqua, hence why they have giant antlers. <laughs> like they're just like these like basically antlered deep ones. And I would I will wholesale take that idea and make run a Cthulhu game out of that. <laughs> hmm. Or they're um, they have antlers because they're Wendigos, basically. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They're basically a deep one mixed with a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least, like, some interpretations of what a Wendigo is. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And that's it for my notes. Okay. Uh, then we shall move on to final thoughts. This story, uh, this, this, this entry, this SCP entry, is a story disguised as an entry. <laughs> like, it's it's got, like, a pretty short and punctual like secure like containment procedure and description it's got like like i said six examples and then it's really the 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 transaction or like the the interaction or the the document that uh that you have to like expand on or expand down that is really the heart of this story and it's really for me this story is less about the portal and more about 11424 <laughs> of course um it's really it's and it's not until the entry that we really get into like the the like knee deep in the weirdness of this entry and like because it's like it's almost like the portal that's described in the entry is just a gateway but to the actual weirdness of the scp entry (laughs) um it's i and i and i absolutely just love the weirdness of the journey that d11424 goes on i love his attitude in his journey. Um, I, I love the fact that it's a D class character that survives. <laughs> like, yeah, that is very strange. Yeah. It, I, I, I just love it. Like I, I 100% recommend this entry. Um, I had a blast reading this. It may not be super scary or super spooky, but honestly, SCPs don't have to necessarily be super scary or super spooky to be awesome. Um, Please see Joey Fucknuts and the uh, and the um, and, and the the boneheads of Vulture Gulch. So um, yeah, 
I recommend this one. So, Mikey, these deaths for evil, your verdict? Well, it starts off with the regular um, SCP entry that as we come to know and love. Mm -hmm. And then we get the story of the D-Class. And that's where basically as soon as the silliness started happening, I just sort of got rid of my critical analysis and just started enjoying the story for what it was because it's like oh (laughs) there's walruses now that have mullets well okay (laughs) yep (laughs) um so and it makes the story more surreal so it's more uh imaginative uh, than a lot of these stories that we get on here. So I am going to recommend this one. Okay. And Gamer. I mean, I'm more or less going to be parroting you guys. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stories that converge into this one, it seems. And yeah, it is a lot about D11424, but this isn't really about him? It's not supposed to be anyways. It's supposed to be about this weird dimension of other dimensions that dimensionally connect dimensionally to this dimension. Yo, dog, I heard you like dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> so I put dimensions <laughs> in your dimensions. Pretty yeah, much. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a portal hub, basically. It's, it's, a, it's a hub world or uh, that, that, he, that D11424 goes into. So Yeah. Or ends up in. <laughs> and each um, one is like really weird and different. Or like yeah. pretty normal, except that the oh, there's that word again. Except the sentient creatures of the planet, intelligent sentient creatures of the planet are walruses for some reason on that universe. It's In weird. one universe, but then there's like a yes. world of Elvises, and then there's Vikings, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's very um yeah, like Mikey brought up, it's very surreal, like the yes. world. It's it's a it's a surreal. It's almost it kind of you know what it also reminded me of is like a sci-fi story where you're going to an alien marketplace or the troll market from, from Hellboy two, where it's just a bunch of random supernatural entities in this mundane marketplace, like environment. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. And you say that it's realness and stuff like that doesn't really make it scary or creepy. And to a point that's correct, but the implications of all these different um, weird monsters of unknown power and schemes and such just being behind that portal yeah. is in itself enough to be creepy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like if you get to the immersion of it, that okay, there is actually a portal out there, and behind that portal, there could potentially be a six-legged giant that comes out one day. Or maybe that's something that will somebody will 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 uh, will elaborate on in another SCP entry someday. Like, um, yeah, no, I think there's a there's as much a sense of wonder that's being kind of brought up here with the surrealness as there is horror. Yeah. Uh, and again, Crazy. like Most even of the stuff that was brought up wasn't like super horrible. I mean, horrible as in like, it was making uh, one one four. Was it one one four two four? One one four two four. You show him respect, sir. It's one one four. That's why I was making sure to correct it. <laughs> like there was multiple things that made him like vomit or like gag a bit, but it wasn't described in a way that made me want to 
stretch or nothing. Like it wasn't overly grossly uh, described. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that he was like, vi- like reacting to bodily, like that kind of stuff, was more stuff that like anybody who was on scene might react to. Like again, like it was more of like a, an off, an awful smell or stench, or like it's a gross fish market kind of thing. So they're like, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna feel sick from seeing like a bunch of like exposed like body parts and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. depends on how squeamish you are, kind of I guess. Um, and I'll say this. But, Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think I think the thing about this story is like the 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 horror really does come from the the, the setting that's described specifically, and not so much from uh, the character one one four two four's like reaction to everything. Like, because he's 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 playing it all off as like he's rolling with the punches and stuff like that. So he's done. Like, he's he's nonplussed. Gives no fucks. Yeah. And that's kind of. So the scares and the fear from this entry aren't from his reaction to this world. It's from us as a reader reading these weird fucked up things. Yeah. Although in a way, him not giving a shit about it is like, if he's not scared of it, why should I be though? That's another way to look at it though. Yeah. That is as fun and um, B movie ish as uh, woman 44's antics are. It kind of does change the the theme of it a little bit and make it a little less scary in certain ways. Mm. But all that aside, the transcript, the way it went, I forgot to put a note on it. I really like how it was described, where basically you're getting all the um, visuals through the camera, and you're getting him describing things and stuff like that, and it all painted a pretty vivid picture the entire way through. So i got to give it it props for that, because a lot of the times when they go into stuff like that, they forget to actually describe things that they need to describe, but everything was done pretty well in this one. And overall, for my recommendation, I'm just going to give it a full recommendation. It was fun. It wasn't super scary, like I said, but it was fun to read the whole way through. And sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like horror, a lot of people think horror has to be like super scary and super serious. And yeah, sometimes that's the case. But horror isn't just about being scared. It's about being unnerved. It's about being uncomfortable. It's about weird shit <laughs> that is outside of the norm. And even if you um, aren't unnerved or uncomfortable, just like the sight and knowledge of something otherworldly being there is still horror, even if you're not scared of it. Like exactly. In this story. Because hell, we're, t- we're twice removed from the situation in this. Because that's <laughs> yeah. part of the reason that in some stories... The, the fear isn't... Um, well, in video games specifically, video game pastas, the reason that's not scary is because you're you're removed from the situation because it's just in the game. It's not affecting me. And in this, it's not affecting me or the... Um, or uh, the... Um, what's your name? Uh, Dr. A- yeah, Dr. Uh, RCO. Hang on. Uh, RCO? Yeah, RCO. Yeah. It's not affecting either of them or the person that's putting all this information together, it's just the D-class, you know? Like, there's a lot yeah. of walls in between me and the person that's actually um, receiving the spooks. Yeah. And again, like, and, and the guy who's experiencing this thing firsthand just gives no fucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like, well, I'm about to get sacrificed. Yeah, he was just, calling uh, that he was going to be sacrificed multiple like, times. Yeah, multiple times. Like, well, and this is where I die. And, well, no, mm. this is where I die. Okay, for sure. This is where. How am I not di- dead? 
<laughs> like, it's like the opposite of Kenny from South Park. Yeah. It, it's also kind of like, I guess, because, um, I guess because as a D class, he's just like, oh shit. D, like, I, like he knows, he knows the score. He's a D class that knows the score. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of interesting as a character. But yeah. Yep. That's about all I got to say. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, round table recommendation for this one uh roundhouse kick to the face of recommendations uh for scp 3379 and um does it have a subtitle i could look it up (laughs) uh it probably does uh it remember we don't know about them unless we like go to the list of on scp.wiki to find out the actual thing let me let me i'll look it up hang on because they have to Um, hide them for dumb yeah, reasons. For, yeah, yeah, thank you. I was gonna say for reasons like for dumb reasons. <laughs> uh, that's under the fourth. This I think this is the fourth series. No, this is no, this is not the fourth series. This is like no, it is the fourth series. Sorry, sorry. Um, no idea what you're talking about. I, I'm having to go through well, the like list. how far down it is. Yeah, yeah. Three three seven nine. Uh, three three seven nine. Wow, that is a hell of a subtitle. Uh oh. Is it a red nose? SCP 3379, D11424, and the Arctic Meat Hole of Infinite Wonders. <laughs> the Arctic Meat Hole of Infinite Wonders? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of accurate. I mean, the portal itself is not a meat hole, is not a hole of meat, but it does, like, all the stuff that comes out of the hole is meat. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the Arctic Meat Hole of Infinite Wonders is technically what SCP 3379 is. However, they, I like how they also add, like, they include D11424 in the SCP's sub t- subheader. <laughs> yeah, they make sure to give him top billing. Yeah. That is top a glorious billing. name, by the way. It is. Oh, man. Some of the, some of the uh, other ones are interesting. But yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm getting lost in the, in the list. <laughs> Sorry. A little bit, yeah. That. So yeah, um, that We'll conclude this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook. You can also send us messages on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow. Without that W, because his name is very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Gamer, welcome back to the show. I just realized we haven't we haven't addressed the, the elephant in the room. Uh, the fact that you went out onto the open roads with your dad last episode. Yeah. You know, the night hauler. Of course, yeah. So it's, it's good to have you back. Thanks. Good to be back. And I'm at Review Cultist uh, on Twitter. And if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things, cryptids. If you creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. <laughs> and... If you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, look about Dente Rigamortis, and select the back you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. For our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely. Because without your listenership, without your, your messages and comments that we sometimes receive, it'd be like screaming into the void. And we very much appreciate it. And to the authors of these entries, from Werillium to Dejoric to Magna to S, the SCP community as a whole, 
creating these SCP entries and sharing them online, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>